excited. I've never done this. <laughs> All right. Who wants to start? Danielle, you go. <laughs> Do it. Oh, are we just doing the recap? Or? No, no we're just from the, the top. From the top. This is... Well, I'll do it fine. Yeah. Episode 28 <laughs> of the Inside Podcast. Welcome, everyone. Thank you guys for tuning in, checking us out. I'm Jacob. I'm Paul. And I'm we Danielle. got ourselves a very special guest today. Please, please welcome Daniela Pirini. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, my goodness. It, it's a pleasure to have you here. We haven't seen this person in like five years and wow. literally yeah mm-hmm. i mean we're, we're so glad like it literally uh it was the previous jimmy episode which brought so many people to us because jimmy i mean most popular guy on the planet you know i i envy his existence you know he's just that cool of a guy and then daniela you know follows the gram which everyone should if you haven't already at the inside pod brilliant content on there i you know I'm, if i do say so myself but um uh, daniela followed and we're like wow me and paul said she would be a fantastic guest, and we checked if she's in the burbs. She is, and here we are. So here I am. Yep, it was that easy. It was literally a two-day thing. We're just like, all right, and we just sent it. So here we are. Yeah. Well, and like I said earlier, I saw that Jimmy was on it, and I looked at the Instagram, and then all these other people I knew were on it. I was like, I want to be on yeah, it. Yeah, I, I want to <laughs> be on it. Yeah. So if here you, you are, are, if yeah. you want to be in the inside podcast, please DM Jacob. Please, <laughs> my DMs are wide open. It's a barren wasteland, you know. Uh, just please just reach out. We're we're, we're running out here. D- Daniello is the last uh, um, guest that we've had available. So please, please, we need content. So <laughs> this is a very special episode. One, because you have a very special guest. We've got to keep that, you know, uh, that, that, that trope going. Every guest is a very special guest. And our podcast just surpassed 1,000 total listens on Anchor. So I want to thank, thank you. Yep, very good applause. I hope this is definitely going to get picked up with the microphones. I w- want to thank all of our listeners very sincerely. When Jacob and I first started this podcast, it was a meme in our living room as a total joke, and then we decided, hey, let's actually let's actually do this. And I mean, we had I don't know like two people listening: my mom and Jacob's mom. And that's <laughs> yeah. just about it. Yeah. And we've grown to one thousand total listens. So I had no idea that we would actually make it this far. So thank you, a, a sincere thank you to all our listeners. And I had no idea we would make it this far. Yeah, and it's only the the beginning, baby. We got you know. We got a long way to go, so I mean, sooner or later we're gonna have like a year of episodes down, and I mean, it'll just fly by. I mean, we're at episode twenty-eight now. That's crazy. It, it just flew by like That's that, awesome. Paul. Can't wait until one hundred twenty-eight. Uh, well, one hundred twenty-eight. <laughs> Why? Why, Paul? I don't know. Just add a hundred special, I guess. <laughs> okay. Sure. All right, Paul. So um, yeah, go ahead. A, a common theme for this podcast, as we like to talk, but is water. Water comes up a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, did, oh yeah. By the way, water? Danielle has no idea. Oh, yeah, she's no, she's yeah, no. She has I have no also, clue. Yeah, th- <laughs> I this, haven't listened to any of their episodes, which is totally fine. You know, I've no, I think no, it's no, been no, five no. years. Boo, I haven't listened boo. to a single thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fine because I think it, uh, um, it'll be like a nice little surprise. So, well, the the common theme for whatever reason, well, it picked up. Well, it was the first episode. It was the first episode. Paul wanted to talk to me about my obsession with water because it's the only thing I drink. It's very strange. It's very weird. Um, and Paul really just hammers in the fact that it's weird. And I know it's weird. Like but he's nothing just else but water. Nothing else but water. Yeah, now, nothing else. we're going to find out if that's going to be true because in celebration for 1,000 listeners, I have prepared a special surprise oh god a little special surprise yeah look i'm not gonna drink anything other than water i I, yes i hit it behind my laptop so jacob wouldn't wouldn't see what it is is i'm i'm not gonna dude paul i'm not gonna be bottle 
of coconut water. You can enjoy that yourself. I'm completely I fine. I have three it. glasses. Yeah, one of them's getting empty. It says water in the name. One of them's getting empty. It's actually water. One of them's getting empty. Paul? Daniel, would you like a glass of coconut water? Perfect. <sighs> Jacob, would you like the last coconut water? Absolutely not. Absolutely not, Paul. I am rejecting that. Oh, oh, I can't believe I can't believe you would even ask. What a what a terrible question to ask. It's actually water. You know, I, I don't understand. It's literally water. It's literally it's the name of our first coconut episode. Water. Coconut water. Yeah, it, it is well, yeah. It is technically I mean ugh, I'm not gonna Paul. Look at that. Look you, at you that. Guys, you guys it enjoy even your... Looks like like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. It even looks like water. How did I know you're going to do this? I'm, I am very... I am livid. Livid that you would even ask. I'm pouring you a glass anyways. I don't care. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna sit right there and it's going to... It's going to probably rot away because it probably expires. I wouldn't imagine. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, it does it because it's literally water. Here you go, Jacob. I poured an extra tall one for you. Wait, that's really good. Yeah? Oh, wow. Really? Did you know I read that coconut water is actually a little bit better for hydration than is regular Is your body going to, like, reject it because it's not water? <laughs> well, funny <laughs> story. Water? I mean, I think the last um, last time I tried real hard cheers. to just, like... Oh, oh, che- oh good. Jacob, cheers. Rob, no. I'm, I, cheers. I'm not picking for that. For 1,000. Come on. Jacob, if you don't cheers, I'm going to get... Ri- there we go. There we go. So, uh, I think the last time... I tried drinking something other than water. It was good. in college, and I was like trying to drink a protein shake. I was trying what to get was huge, it? Oh. Um, and I just like I just couldn't. I hated it. Well, not even just like the taste, but it wasn't water. It was it wasn't water, and I was like, oh. Like, so like, what about a smoothie? Like you just said, protein mm. shake, so, but like so, smoothie. Yeah. So <laughs> the exceptions that I've had um, in the past, it's it's all like a mental thing. It's not even it's not even about taste anymore. It's not even. It's all a weird mental thing because like okay, the the situation. Um, the exception that I experienced was at this really nice, like, hot chocolate place in Chicago. I forget JoJo's. what it was called. Was it which one? JoJo's. I think so. Milk that's bar. Not, uh, I yeah, th- I think it's JoJo's. That sounds right. It's in River North. That sounds right. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's very good and uh, very thick. Mm-hmm. Very, very. Um, just like when I ate this or consumed or drank this, it was very thick and it, it felt like warm ice cream. And I ate it with a spoon. And like when I was like finishing it up, like without the spoon, just like drinking it out of the cup, it just felt weird. It felt weird, guys. Like, so it's just it's just a mental thing. Listen, Paul. Anytime you bring up the fact that that it, this is a thing for me, you're Paul's like, Paul's oh, face is like, oh, I've got something going. Oh, Paul, or, I have oh Jacob, this is so weird. You're such a weird. I know. I know it's weird. I I don't know what else to tell you, man. I'm I'm just a weird guy with a weird obsession with water. So let's go back to that day, Jacob. Let's, yeah, let's go, go back to that go day, ahead, please. So. Please. That day was it was a special day, right? Sure. I'm assuming you're hanging out with your friends. Yeah. If you, if my memory's correct, it was like around Christmas time, right? Yep. yep that's right. And it, you're you're spending a special day with your friends, right? May or may not have been a date that it you know, may or may not have been a date. May or may not okay. have gone well, but you know. Okay. Okay. So, bottom line is that that day was like a special day. You know, it, you were celebrating something, mm-hmm. going on a date or, or whatnot, and you were trying to enjoy yourself. Here is a special day. Today's a special day. We very have a very true. special guest. We have a very special um, achievement for the podcast, and we are celebrating by drinking not 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 beer, something that you're not you don't won't drink, not not soda, something that you will never drink. But I have stooped down to like the next tier up from water. Well, I mean, it's still water, but coconut water. We're celebrating a very special time together by drinking coconut water. And to hear that you would have you broke your rules 
to drink that premium hot chocolate on a very special day and then to not to drink coconut water right now on this special day, it kind of breaks my heart a little bit. So, I, so I'm trying know. to think. It breaks my heart, too. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, if that's the case. Uh. But if I want to give a little preview to, like, my health yeah. um, stuff later, um, coconut water is actually very hydrating and has tons of vitamins and minerals. <laughs> oh, God. So this uh. is a, a very healthy, like, wholesome drink right now so and i'm trying to think things. of like what direction i want to take with this i could either just just stand or stand my ground and just not drink <laughs> and just be super annoying or i could i could drink this right now and look like such a baby when i just hate it and just like oh my god this is and i'm just gonna look i'm gonna look pathetic no matter what it's just a, a, a lose-lose for me just one sip that's all, right. all we you, want. You want to make me happy? Just one sip. One right, sip would make me happy. Here we, Here we go. This is huge. Is Jacob's drinking the coconut water? It's just it's just weird. This is weird. It kind of tastes like um, it kind of tastes like uh, like it's just been sitting at the bottom of a sink for a long time, and I just kind of took it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just took a sip. It's not. I I prefer regular water over the over this. I so I can I can you, see that preferring regular regular water, but I think this is. A momentous achievement for Jacob right here, taking the step to broaden his horizons from water to coconut water. Look at all I, these I milestones. Took a sip. Yeah. I did take a sip of coconut water. Wow. This is this I'm, is fantastic. I'm kind of very disgusted. Your body's going to go in the shock because of how healthy you just, how healthy, <laughs> like, um, it, it, it's going to be now because you consume so many vitamins and, and minerals. And you, You're going to be, be so hydrated. I'm going to be, oh, my goodness. Oh. From that one sip. From that one <laughs> sip, I'm just going to be, oh. I'm going to have to use the bathroom again in a second. <laughs> um, anyway, so we talked a little bit about um, nutrition and health. So a big thing – so, well, you know, maybe, maybe let's back it up a bit. So I was about to say uh, we haven't seen Danielle in a long time, but we've kind of, like, checked, you know, from behind the scenes. She's been doing a lot of health stuff, you know, and that's what I know of Daniela right now. Um so we could start with that and see what else is going on in the back uh, uh, in Daniela's life. But, yeah, let's just start with the health stuff. How did you go about starting, for those of you who don't know, she's got an awesome Instagram account called? More Greens, please. That's the one. More Greens underscore please. That's the one. Is, um, it, is it like P-L-E-A-S-C or like P-L-Z or like what's what's the please? No, it's full please. Full please. Full please. Full please. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Classy. Very sophisticated. I see, yeah. so Jacob, we're, we are the inside pod, not inside podcast. Well, so listen, the, the <laughs> other one's taken. The, it was taken. Okay, Paul. I, it was the best I could. But anyway, um, what what made you start that account in the first place? Yeah. Um, growing up, I played sports my entire life. Yeah. I did cross country, um, track, basketball. Those were the main things I did in high school. And then before then, I did softball, swim team, ev- like soccer um and that was just like a big part of my life Mm -hmm. and when I got to college I didn't pursue an athletic career and I it's kind of hard to in in college I feel yeah well especially because I knew that my actual career was my main focus versus not that I just I, I also wasn't that athletically inclined to be a college athlete sure so i decided to go to school and then train on my own basically so when i got to college though i wasn't training i was not used to having to create my own workouts to just get go to the gym like i was always okay i went to school 
during the day, you know, from seven to three o'clock in high school. And then I would go to practice and that'd just be the routine. And then I get to college and it's like, oh, you can go to class, set up your class schedules. You can do your homework whenever. And then the rest is your time. Like you do what you want with it. You don't have like a regimen schedule. That was just a big shift for me. Like I always had my schedule planned out. Um, So then freshman year, you know, the whole freshman 15, oh, whatever. Big time. Well, for me, I wouldn't even say so. I w- I'm no matter how much I eat, no matter I'm always gonna be just lanky boy. Th- you have that matter. metabolism. Yeah, it's only gonna last so long. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 taking advantage of it while I can. But yeah, yeah. not gonna brag. I think I did the opposite of freshman fifteen. My freshman year. Jeez. When I yeah the. The, the, how food was set up at DePaul University, as you know, I went to DePaul University, mm. you know, as, as many other colleges are like this. It's just one big, you know, like mess hall kind of buffet style yeah. like that. And you have the soda fountains in the back. And this was like a point in my life where I'm, I've talked about this in the podcast before, but I was drinking soda and I was drinking water, but I was trying to be more like health conscious about, you know, drinking more water. And I was thinking to myself, hmm, if I let myself drink soda every single day, I'm going to be doing like the freshman 115, you know, this is just not, not working. So freshman year, I was like, hey, no more soda. That's it. And also how DePaul's meal plan money was kind of set up. I was also kind of worried about running out of, of money at the end of the year. You know, my, my parents and I decided that I didn't need like the luxurious big plan because I didn't eat a lot of food anyways. So mm. we kind of got like the smaller plan. So I was thinking like, I got to like save. I got to like not eat food. So freshman year, I was still, you know, very skinny and drinking a lot of water. And I think I probably lost some, some weight too. Mm. Plus all while walking the city. So, mm. yeah. So anyway, you gain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I gain. No. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, it's okay. No, but I mean, I feel like a lot of people did experience Yeah, that, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was just a, a turning point for me. It's sure. like, not that I was upset that I gained that weight either. It was more of just like I wasn't used to the change in my schedule. And I just, di- I felt like I didn't really have control. And I'm very much like not control freak, but <laughs> I like to have a plan. I like to have a say in what I do day to day. Like I'm just that kind of person. Yeah. And the, when I lost control of like my schedule and I guess my like weight and what I was eating and I just didn't focus on that when I was growing up. And then freshman year passed the end of freshman year. I was like, you know what? I got to, I want to do something to change. And my mom has always been really into fitness too, which that definitely influenced me. My mom's going to listen to this later. Very so, nice. Very hi, nice. mom. Hello, mom. <laughs> so, that kind of like talking to her about my struggles and like what I was going through at that time, that helped me just find fitness, basically. And I then, when I finished freshman year, I got a gym membership. I started like planning out what food I was going to eat. And it's all relative. And it was kind of like an experiment with my own like body and self um what I would do is I would track my food like when I first started doing all the healthy eating I would track all my food and I'd be very rigid Mm -hmm. and I'm not recommending this for everyone but it was very I guess it'd be intimidating to a lot of people but I was like almost too strict where it Mm -hmm. wasn't like a good thing but I learned a lot where it was like, I know what 
foods are good for my body and like so there's just so many different things it was like an experiment so, so. what is what does strict look like did you just like very particular b- mm-hmm. about what foods you were eating or yeah so strict in terms of I guess I was using a track a tracking app sure and I would look at the numbers like daily like I was like I can only have this many carbs this many amounts of this amount of fat and this amount of protein and like I was just like really strict with that and I would get stressed out if I went over I was too far under I would like eat weird things in the middle of the day and it was just it was almost like unstructured structured Mm -hmm. so but I did learn a lot about like what macronutrients which is the carbs fat and protein um is in each different kind of food yeah I feel like that's a big thing um that's Uh, I would say like a big struggle for, I don't know, someone like me, like, you know, when I was working out a lot in in college, you know, they keep talking about you got to eat this amount of protein. For me, it's like, you know, how am I going to track, like, am I going to ask the lunch lady at at school, like, hey, ma'am, like, what's going on in this in this uh, stew that we're eating here like what how many proteins we got sitting in here i'm not like it it's 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 very i feel like it's kind of hard to keep track of something that you don't control and uh even maybe it'd be me just overthinking even if it's something that i'm making myself it's like well how precise can you be when i you know it says like (laughs) bread has these nutrition facts but what about this loaf of bread i don't know so uh i just feel like it'd be a hard thing to to track but i mean you managed to learn a lot about it and and kind of solidify that understanding i don't know it's pretty cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thank you um but yeah i mean well i'm relating to your point about like the lunch lady yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. um yeah at school i towards the end of freshman year i actually started tracking and like that was really hard because like you don't know what's in it right they could have added so many different things so what'd too. you do did you just look it up and just guesstimated yeah i i guesstimated and then once i got home i actually to be like precise with myself i was weighing food too like i would weigh (laughs) it all out yeah okay and it was that like i was that structured that's why i'm saying it was like almost unhealthy because Mm -hmm. how like whenever we would go out to eat i'd be like what 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 am i eating and i would be just stressed out because like at home i had the control Mm -hmm. and then flash like fast forward to beginning of sophomore year i ended up so i was in a sorority i decided to um live in the sorority house and it was a great i mean i was so excited it was a great time but we have chefs that could cooked for us i lived in a house chefs for you paul wow when did i i've never had a chef ever in my life what i mean that's pretty cool okay yeah that okay that's that that's pretty cool i I feel like there's more to like having a chef that you must be a pretty big deal if you have a we chef. We were really close with our chefs actually. Okay, That's cool. Awesome. Very good. I mean, they didn't live in the house with us. <laughs> that would be so weird. I think it'd be but a great experience. What do you mean? Living with your chef, you get to know them and they get to know you most importantly. Right? Yeah. Well, actually, so this relates to that mm. point, but I um living in the house, people I was also a member of our bike team. So I, I wanted to bring that up too. Yeah. And I saw that it looked like you were very passionate about that. And I just think that's super cool. But yeah, tell Thank us more you. about that. Yeah. So in my sorority, so I went to Indiana University mm-hmm. and we have a bike race called the Little 500. Um, and it is one day in April. That's what they call, that's what they say. It's one day in April for the men's race and the women's race. So 
it's um, a combination of independent teams and um, sororities and fraternities um, that put together a team and race around a, a little over a 400 meter track. It was around our soccer field and it was um, made of lava cinders. They're almost like rubber pellets. Okay. But we had like standardized bikes for it. Um, the women's race was on a Friday. The men's race was on a Saturday. The men did 200 laps. Um, and it was like a relay. So there was, the max was four riders on a team and it was like you handed off the bike, like literally jumped oh, okay. onto the bike, yeah. running with it and jumped off and passed it on. Okay. Or you just bike to bike transfer where like you already had a bike. How much practice did you do to get like a smooth transition from the bike? <laughs> was oh there a gosh. lot of like uh, falling and, and all that and like the, the prep work up, up to the, the race? Oh, yeah. There was a ton of prep. I mean, we there. So in the fall time, we ride on the roads on our road bikes but when it comes springtime our team gets together and there's track times so we can practice on the track and <laughs> hand off the bike because mm -hmm. it's something that no one really does that yeah, right <laughs> when do you do that ever yeah so uh, we yeah there was a lot of scrapes and falling and bikes flying all over the place but come race day did that did that end up happening any scraping any 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 accidents? How how did you perform? Is basically what I'm asking there. Yeah, um, our team got 21st out of, I think 33. Okay, that's pretty good. Middle of the pack. That's that's I, that's good though. I like that a lot. I mean, I if I was to perform in that, I mean, I would somehow be less than last. <laughs> I would. I mean, probably wouldn't finish. I probably wouldn't finish. Um, but I love biking. I you know I it was something I picked up last summer and it it fell like short. Like road biking. Yeah, just, I mean, yeah. just, yeah, just road biking. You know, as a kid, I always just rode around my block and just, you know, rode my bike to go check out my friends and go to my friend's house or whatever. You know, everyone had a bike, whatever. But um, I never actually did it, like, as an uh, adult or even in high school. I was like, wow. Like, just trying it again just to be active uh, during the quarantine era. Um, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. And we're checking out bike paths i just never been on, but they're, like, literally right next to my house. I was like, oh, this is beautiful. And I found nice little spots for me to just hang out. Oh, so cool. And, yeah, generally speaking, love biking. So, I don't know. Uh, even though uh, I love biking, I would do absolutely terrible in that race. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, good on you for, for, for doing it and for training it for it. Yeah. Thank you. Casual biker. Casual biker. Yeah. Fair weather, casual biker. Uh, yeah. That's myself as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, um, I mean, so you, you said you weren't really you, you did a lot of athletics in, in high school mm -hmm. but i mean you still transitioned pretty well into that so i, I don't know i think yeah. you, you did your fair share of athleticism i mean it started with you going into you know freshman year being like what the heck is wrong with me and then switching it up and just going full opposite mm -hmm. um and then you, you did some athletics with your sorority i think mm -hmm. I, I think you did pretty well for yourself as it turns out so thank you mm -hmm. yeah so that i did see that opportunity in my sorority to become an athlete again and it was kind of funny when i joined the bike team yeah. for my sorority it was like oh they're the bikers like the that's bikers. What, it, that's what they would like see us as and i mean i liked that feeling again because i liked being an athlete and the basketball player who <laughs> in high school <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> 
<laughs> she plays basketball? No way, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that opportunity to be an athlete again. And I also, so when I was living in the sorority, we had the chefs cooking for us. Um, I didn't know what they were making, like cooking everything with, but I, I became really close with them because they knew that I was a biker and that I was really aware of what I was eating. And uh, um, shout out to Jay. He was the sous chef there. Well, let's go, Jay. We Thank you, Jay. Friends. Good stuff, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> can, so, I, can I do a chef shout out too? Go ahead. Yeah. Shout out to Emilio. Love you, man. Oh, yeah. We work <laughs> at a, uh Italian restaurant. He, Oh, man. The best pasta you'll ever see in your life. It's very small spot. Um, very good. It's it, way too expensive. I would never go myself. No, 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 no. Like, no. like it's like twenty bucks. I'll have to tell my parents pasta. about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell you, yeah. It's very good. My it's, dad might know. Yeah, we're it's Italian. The kind of place that you you call in for an order and you order like three things and like the total bill is like eighty bucks. Yeah, you know? it's, it's yeah. So, yeah, but hey, hey. Tip money's <laughs> yeah, percents, tip money's baby. Good, tip good, money's percents, good. baby. But uh, and Amelia, if you guys get free food. Oh, oh, I mean, th- that's why I'm saying thank you, Emilio. <laughs> you damn my right. Boy, we, my, hey, my boy knows damn what I like. right we get free food. <laughs> hey, we ain't working there for no reason. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, it's a good time. So anyway, that's a hey, master chef. And I would like to give a chef so- shout out as well. Uh, Mom. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, <laughs> she's kind of a beast. She kind of, you know, I'll, pff, no better chef on the planet. If you ask me, Emilio, I'm sorry. Mom's <laughs> kind of a beast. She's kind of a beast. Okay. I got, I got, I got a one up for you. What? Grandma, I love oh. you. Your food is amazing. Thanksgiving. My mom and my grandma, or your it. grandma, need to <laughs> go head to head. She, my mom would be going crazy. Uh, my grandmother is, is Polish. Do you know that? Oh, well, okay. My mom's got no chance. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah. That's, you know, all Polish parents, they, they got something. They got something when it comes to cooking. Even my dad, too, somehow. He's, he's pretty good, too. <laughs> um, but, I mean, she's got, your grandma's got more experience. <sighs> Sorry, mom. It, <laughs> I got to give it a Paul's grandma. I don't know who. We got to get my grandma, Emilio, and Jay all in a cooking <laughs> competition, <laughs> and see who can I don't know make, make the best bowl of cereal or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Perfect. Like hype it up. Like this is gonna be the, the event of the but, year. Yeah, Iron the, Chef, like <laughs> Gordon Ramsay style. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get celebrity cereal. <laughs> cereal. <laughs> Today yeah. you're using. The two ingredients of Cheerios and milk. Yeah. <laughs> See who could put together the best ratio of, of these two items. Next up, stage two, grilled cheese. Like, you know, just come on. But Which, by the way, I make a mean grilled cheese, okay? My grilled cheese is nuts. I don't even, I don't even think Emilio could touch my grilled cheese. I'm not going to lie. But um, so transitioning into, like, actual, like, you know, you're, you we're talking about consuming the foods. How about mm-hmm. making – because your Instagram, mm-hmm. if, you know, we talk about art all the time on this podcast. I would argue that the food that you make and present on your Instagram is art because it looks really good. I'm sure it tastes really good, too. And, you yeah. know, I would argue that the food that you make and present on Instagram is jazz because that's my um, oh, that's, that's my narrative. Yeah, his, oh, that's his meme. Yeah, I'll yeah. get back into this. He, but he, like, he, yeah. he compares everything to jazz because, you know, that you, 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 you know, you come at me for water, dude. Look, you're just as weird. OK, <laughs> you mean, I'm just as weird. That's you're just as weird. weird. I can make, I'll make, okay, by the end of, of Daniela's, like, story about how she crafts and makes uh, beautiful food, I'm going to make gonna the most beautiful it. metaphor to jazz. Okay. And it's going to make sense <laughs> to even the smoothest of brain. Daniela, tell me about the creation of this food that you, that you later consume. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, th- like, all this whole beginning story about how I started 
Paul's pouring himself more of the coconut water I, and I Jacob's have, shaking for, his for head. For those who keep in track, I have not <laughs> taken more sips of coconut water. I'm not even kidding. I, I'm not exaggerating. It really does not taste that good to me at all. And and Danielle is just going, chugging it all. Um, it's no, delicious. I really just highly think recommend. Like I mean, it's not sewer water. It's like it's in between water and sewer water. You know what it is? What is it? It's coconut water. Oh, is it really? <laughs> I had no idea. I would not have guessed, Paul, because it tastes like half sewer water. You know, Jacob, there's a there's a Chinese proverb that goes like this: the, the longest journey starts with you know a single footstep, right? I think you took your single footstep today into you know the drinking water hey, world. You, hey, you, listen, hey, I'm taking a 180 and walking <laughs> straight back, buddy. I'm, it's you know, I'm not a fan of the journey that you're taking me, Paul. <laughs> Jacob, when we hit 200 listeners, I'm gonna find some other weird water drink, and you're gonna be, you're gonna take a sip of that, okay? Sure. Two, sorry, 2,000. My bad, my bad. Okay, sure. All right. Um, I don't know if I agree with that, but anyway, sorry, Daniela, we're cutting you off. Go on, That's please. Okay. No, um, just like my whole backstory on how I got into like eating healthy and whatever. I just I learned cooking along the way. Yeah. Ironically, you have to. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And. My dad's always been a good cook, too. So my parents have had a big influence on who I am today. Nice. Oh, believe Which it or not. Is, so what believe a concept. it or not. Yeah. I have a psychology degree. I can confirm. I can <laughs> confirm that. That's true. You are the stats guy. I am the stats guy <laughs> and the psych guy. I can confirm that that is true. But anyway. Yeah, that's great, though. But yeah, so I along my journey, I have learned how to cook, and I love to do it. It's like me time. No one's in the kitchen, because... No one else is cooking. I'm cooking. And I don't have to clean the dishes after because I made the food. Oh, okay. Okay. Very mm, good. I don't know. I, I might have to disagree with you on that one. Uh-oh. Here we yeah. go. Why? I'm a chef here at the house as well. Over the you know the COVID time when everybody was locked up indoors, I experimented in the, the culinary arts, the dark arts or whatnot, you could say. And I got really good at making cast iron pizza for my family. My family's always had this big tradition. Every Saturday night, we would go out and buy a pizza. And, you know, my mom was like, you know, that's great, good and all, but, you know, money's a thing. And um, I got really good at making, you know, homemade cast iron pizza. And I don't know, to me, it's like when I make food for my family, it's like it's like a service. You know, here's me making food for the family. And as a part of that service, I made the kitchen dirty. Therefore, I'm going to clean up the kitchen. I kind of saw that as like a... Like a, a two-way street, or maybe that's a one-way street. I You're don't know. such a good son. Oh, such a, well, <laughs> yeah, no, I, Paul, I disagree with that take all day, all day. Listen, if my I'm family be making, would disagree too. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe, like maybe if you made the level of food that Daniela does, maybe like maybe <laughs> so, your parents would feel Paul, better about Paul, you're not on cleaning. my level. Yeah, you're not at her level right now. If, so wait, are you claiming that? My pizza is I'm like trash to your cheeks. Superior to my food. Or no, no, no. I'm just saying that it's just not at Daniela level. Like if it, if we're talking tier list or something, she's at S tier, and you're looking like a little bit lower, man. Like your I don't parents. Know. I kind of want this cast iron okay, pizza. Okay. Me- I kind of want this recipe. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question now. So, you know, we you talked about making your own food, making it really good or really presentable. So. When I started last year trying to get into making my own food because, you know, sometimes mom isn't around, you know, you know, I got to start nourishing myself without my own mother. You know, she does a great job, but, you know, got to help myself sometimes. Um, There are times where I feel like, man, I just want to make something that requires the least amount of time. I can't Mm -hmm. be bothered to make anything extravagant or 
So mm-hmm. do you experience those moments often where you just like, whatever, just make, break out the, the, the dino chicken nuggies and just throw them in the, in the, in the, in the microwave and just call it a day? Like, do you, do you have those moments? Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe not to that extreme, but what, mm-hmm. what would you say? Like, and, and I guess the follow up is like, what do you do in those moments? Like, what easy things do you craft that are mm-hmm. still, I guess, healthy? Yeah. Um, I definitely have those moments. Sure. Okay, good. All the time. I, I mean, I work from home and it's nice to take a break in my day and like cook myself a meal. But at the same time, it's like I have to dirty the dishes and I'm not m- cooking for everyone. I'm cooking for myself. So when I'm cooking for myself, I clean the dishes. There you go. Like, so I don't want to do that in the middle of my day. It's my break. I want to relax. So I want something quick. We usually like we meaning my family. Um, we have like healthier options available for us. Usually we buy like frozen like chicken sausages or um chicken or sausages. We, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sounds pretty good, yeah. Um yeah. there's a lot of really good like quick meals available to you in the grocery store if you like look for it. That's my thing. It's like okay. I I'll, another thing, I love grocery shopping. Nice. Okay. Very good. Very because adulting. That I sounds like that. very controversial, to be honest. Really? Why? Like, I don't know. When I go grocery like shopping, I just want to just go in, get my things, and get out. I, I don't like you know going to like places with a lot of people, even pre-COVID time, too. It's just like, I just want to get in, get out. I don't want to spend a lot of time. Plus, grocery stores are, are kind of cold and, and, and such. You know, and <laughs> True. I, actually like, true. You know, it's just, so what's it, what, what makes grocery shopping enjoyable for you? Just like searching for new things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I, I think like... I know what I want and what I look for in food. And there's a lot of different like small local companies that um, sell their products in the stores. Yeah, um, sure. And I follow through my like Instagram account. There's a lot of different accounts that follow me that I've, like they also have their own product that I then see on the shelves. And I'm like, wow, this is cool. Like they follow me on my Instagram, but now I'm actually seeing their physical thing. And so I think that's really interesting. And yeah, I just find things with like minimal ingredients is my, it's my thing. Cause like there's a lot of chemicals and random crap that's in our food that doesn't need to be in our food. And so I just look for food that doesn't have that. Okay. There you go. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> what is your favorite grocery store? Oh, say great question. <laughs> You're back. We're in a bull market now. Let's go. Good question. <laughs> um, I'd probably say fresh time. It's what? like what? That's so okay. You've never heard I've, of it? I there's one right by the gym that I'm at. You're a crunch. Yes. Fitness. Yeah. Um, uh, I go that's the first time I go to. That's the, so okay. So <laughs> what is so I see that all the time and I'm like, what is it? What is in this restaurant? Where would you or put in restaurant? Grocery where would you store? put uh, fresh time in the spectrum of like you got Aldi down here, kind of like the the cheap grocery store, and you got like Whole Foods up here, being no one can see in the podcast. I got my hands down and, and high. Um, <laughs> yeah. Aldi's down here, like cheap grocery store. I mean, they got good things, but I mean the quality's not always you know guaranteed. And then you got Whole Foods, just bougie. You know, I like, go there, yeah. spending ten bucks on a single apple. You know, yeah. Where'd you put? Where'd you say it was? Fresh time. Fresh time. Where'd you put that? In, like the, the the grocery food, grocery food, the grocery store spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was I, I was gonna say that next actually um i would probably say below whole foods okay it's like a mixture of whole foods you jewel osco yeah like classic but it's still much better than jewel osco Mm -hmm. it's like 
Garden Fresh tier, kind of. You know, it's it's like a step uh, above it's Jewel. Above, it's above Garden Fresh. Above really? Garden Fresh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Garden Fresh. I, I don't know. That's not my favorite. You didn't like that one. I haven't been there in so long. My family stopped going there. I don't know. I think it was their produce would go bad quickly, or like we just didn't like their deli meat. I don't. That remember. makes sense. Yeah. Well, our family would always, you know, go to Polish delis because I mean, <laughs> but the, the sometimes. Ski. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the pro- produce there is not always the best either. They they got they got the good meats though for sure. They 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 load up on the meats pretty well. But yeah. um, anyway, they have a and fish and tank at our local um Garden Fresh. A fish tank. Yeah, with fish. Well, nice. uh, live fish you can like live fish. Yeah, actually no, I don't think it's like live fish eat? that like a, like you know you go in for like a lobster and you, you know, oh. slice it up, but like you know a fun fish tank. Yeah, your Nemo's, you get your, like your when dories. When you bring the kids. There. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. They're like, oh my gosh, rainbow fish. Yeah. <laughs> wow, cute. Uh, so first time. First yeah, first time. time. It's yeah. I there's a lot of like good healthy products there, and I mean that's kind of like what they're gearing towards is they have like some of the products whole foods has but whole foods has like the premium like healthy products um so yeah i think it's a middle of the road it's good like on the wallet compared to whole foods Mm -hmm. so but aldi going back to aldi they have some really good things there too oh i know aldi goes i survived an aldi in college i'll say that big fan of aldi oh i would go to aldi in college all the time and it was like because i follow these people on instagram that there's this one guy. His name is Flav City. Go follow him. <laughs> oh, what a <laughs> yes. name, Flav City. He's Jacob, like, why couldn't favorite. we have a name like that? The Inside Pod. <laughs> I mean, that was my name, anyways. But like, Instagram handle. Come on, Flav City. That's so good. I want. Why can't we just be Flav City, but be the Instagram or like the Inside Podcast? <laughs> like, yeah. hey, we're the Inside Podcast, but our Instagram inside handle pod. is Inside Pod. Inside Pod. <sighs> yep. Yeah, well, yeah. Tell like me, a- tell me about Flav City. <laughs> yeah, so cool. tell me about Flav City. So, I mean, he's just like his Instagram. Well, they have a recipe book. It's him and his wife, and then they have this daughter named Rose, and she is the cutest thing ever. And he, oh. she like cooks with him. It's obviously like adorable. everyone's like ad- the adorable. best content. Yeah. So he goes around to like. Oh, Trader Joe's is also really good. I oh, we I'm, I I'm so sad that we didn't even bring that up. Yeah, That's right. Okay, that's so fresh yeah. time. Um, Trader Joe's is very much like Trader Joe's food yeah. and like products. So I can't really compare fresh time because fresh time has like everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like Trader Joe's is, is in like a almost a separate category. Yeah, you know, it has it's like very unique. It it has a it doesn't feel like a grocery store. It feels like you're going to like a Hawaiian party, you know, <laughs> and just happens to be th- 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 food there, you know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hawaiian party. Hawaiian party. Yeah. Okay. But yes, Flave City. He goes to different stores and reviews like the products. He is very specific, like ingredients that he likes and doesn't like, and it's all like very healthy. Like he eats like. If you know keto and paleo lifestyles, yeah. very much that grass-fed meat, grass-fed, grass-finished meat, and just very, like, whole, clean products without any additives and GMOs, all that stuff. So, I try to keep up with, like, what he posts, and that's kind of how I live my life and eat day-to-day. Sounds so. pretty good. Flave City! <laughs> that's nice. an amazing name. I His love daughter it. is adorable. Oh, well. So we'll be cute. checking that out. But so you just mentioned about I, I forget what you said. There's something about uh, uh, he posts about things and meat and posts about things and that. <laughs> and something just popped in my mind. I I, I want to advertise because I love this. Um, grass fed cows. Yes. <laughs> so this is this has showed up in the podcast before. I am a huge fan of like the 
meat made out of plants. The Impossible Burger, that okay. th- that type of thing. Um, Impossible Plants. There's what, what's the other company like? Um, I don't know, Impossible Beyond? Foods. Beyond. Yeah, Beyond, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. you ever had those products? I haven't. The really? Okay. Only thing. I'm very much like I'd rather make my own black bean burger or oh, okay. something like that. I I just in my eyes, and I'm not knocking it at all. It's very processed, mm-hmm. whereas like it's not like a natural form but i i think it's a great if like it's a great alternative to me it's yeah. just something i wouldn't go for i sure. personally yeah. wouldn't go for I, I will say um as someone who's you know doesn't is not concerned with whatever goes into my body because i mean it, <laughs> i should be but at the time of eating those products i thought they were very very good actually i've um, heard great things yeah they're oh, very, very i just good. have never come to a point where i tried them yeah like I've never, no one's ever made it for me. So well, if you're in the city, like I don't know, north side of Chicago, you're gonna you're gonna find those vegan spots, and I mean they're actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so. I would be open to trying there it. There you go. Yeah. I just don't buy that. Sure. Yeah, I like that not because you know the the burger flavor is like that much better than like a grass fed beef burger, but I like it because it kind of takes out that inhumane element of you know. Cows and slaughtering them and t- for meat, you know, that's just that's just not cool. But mm-hmm. I like burgers, so there's like conflict right there. You know, I right. love a good barbecue, I love a good burger, but also raising cows costs a lot of water, a lot of methane. I mean, it's a real thing. Like mm-hmm. it's a you said it costs water, Paul. It does cost water. Yeah. Did you know raising cattle is one of the most oops, is one of the most like costly, um, resource intensive like ways of producing food? I forget the exact number, but it's it's a large number of gallons of water for just one cow and just the resources you need to take a, a, a cow from you know baby cow to adult cow to slaughter it to make the meat is very resource intensive and mm-hmm. the impossible burger what they're doing they're just growing plants which yeah. all that needs is sunlight and not as much water as cows obviously a fraction fraction of the water mm-hmm. and through you know science that i don't understand <laughs> they make burgers that taste with the same texture and the same um, consistency and flavor as you know you would get from the the butcher's store. So I'm just a big fan of like the, that movement, and I've had had those burgers before over the summer. Actually, Peter, uh, previous guest in the previous podcast, guest. my old roommate Peter, uh, he came over one day in the summer, and we had a little grill in the backyard, and I made him. Peter's a very you know he likes his burgers, you know, but I I, I did a. I, I brought out the the Impossible Burger. We grilled it out together. We ate it together. And he was like, "Yeah, this this tastes just like a burger." Like I wouldn't mind a future with having just you know Impossible Burgers everywhere, no 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 slaughterhouses and all all that. So, so. my like hot take, I love. I mean, I love meat, dude. I'm I'm quite you know. Paul is like thinking about oh the, you know the poor oh the humanity. I yeah yeah okay hey, listen, okay. If it's in my belly, I don't you know I'm I'm not <laughs> thinking much about it. I'm not gonna lie, Paul. You know, call me inhumane, whatever, but. I think my hot take is like I think in fifty years, maybe, ah, maybe that's a little too short. Uh, let's say like a hundred years. I think people are gonna look back and say, "Wait, you guys killed and ate cows or something," and they're just gonna like eat. I can see like, it for sure. So like, I don't. Know, I feel like that's just gonna be like a thing of the past in like a hundred years. So I, I don't know. I think, I think it's very possible and. I don't know. Anyway. I mean, at least I hope so. If we do come to a future, I mean, l- let me just say this first and foremost. I am, I guess, a little bit of a hypocrite because I do, like I said, I do love my my good old burger, old-fashioned burger, grass-fed cow burger. I, I love that. It's great. There's really no replacement of that. But just the industry is so huge and massive, and 
you know, like life and resource intensive, it's a bit of a problem. So I see this as a solution to that problem. And hey, you know, what if like, you know, burgers become like a premium thing, you know, hey, a $20 burger for real beef for, you know, all the rich people to do, but then uh, us plebeians, we get the, the grass stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Um, that's yeah. my take yeah <laughs> good take i so uh, we we like we had so many segues in this podcast already which is a <laughs> great sign honestly great sign already phenomenal I, i've been taking episode. notes i kind of have a little map you got a map going yeah. well the first note i have is grilled cheese and i actually forgot what that was about well i said that my I, oh yeah I you're gonna make grilled cheese yeah cheese. oh i had a question about oh, that but yeah, this oh, is totally no, i already know what yeah. your question what is was my, what's my question oh uh, do do you shred your own cheese do, 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 like Actually, that was my question. But oh, do you shred your own cheese? No, of course not. <laughs> of course not. I and why? I listen. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm an efi- efficient man. My mom likes to say the word lazy. I don't like the word lazy. I like the word efficient. Okay. I'm an efficient <laughs> human being. Okay. Daniela, do you have any opinions on cheese? Uh, of course, you have opinions on cheese. But okay, how about this? Let me rephrase this. Opinions on bag cheese versus shredded cheese. Do you prepare your own cheese? Okay. Like yeah. questions you, going back to the bowl. Yeah, you're, yeah, we're we're going. Yeah, down. so the it, stocks down. <laughs> stocks down. Yeah. No, um, I would say we are Italian. Yeah, and we like our cheese. There you go. And we would probably shred our own. I haven't made a grilled cheese in forever. I'm I don't eat a lot of dairy. Okay. Oh, interesting. So Is that a, like a conscious is, deci- decision? Or are you lactose yeah. intolerant? You're, but you just like choose not to yeah. eat it. Got yeah. It. Oh, partially because I just noticed my skin oh, is clearer too. when I don't eat a lot of dairy. Mm-hmm. So, and it doesn't make me feel the greatest. I'm not oh. lactose intolerant. It's just like I know I feel like groggy and mm. I get I have like phlegm. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much information. I don't no, know. No, <laughs> it's perfect. It's but if you notice that you're like <clears throat> clearing your throat like a lot. You probably are allergic to something you're consuming, and it's it's just that one little thing, and you don't even realize it. Like it's it's annoying, but like you're like, ah, eh, it's just whatever. But you can get rid of that. You know, that's the that's the case for me. Oh, but like to let know, go of to dairy. let go of like eating cereal I know. or something. Yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. no Having more grilled cheese. cheese. That's <sighs> no more pizza. You know, like I don't know, just any like. Going out and eating like ice I mean, cream it's on not a like summer, summer com- night. Completely get rid of it. Yeah, yeah you could true. just limit it to like a few days a week or whatever. But you know, everyone's it's to each their own. That's yeah. That's the best thing. I that's like one of the biggest things I love about food is like there are so many theories out there, and you can pick whatever path you want to go on. And if you don't want to let go of dairy, no one's telling you you have to, unless like you really have to, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> like for some like reason. But I I think there's so much, like for sure. I mean, everyone's body's yeah. different and mm-hmm. they react to different things. That's and yeah. everyone has their own like preferences. For sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I I had a yeah again so many segues before Grilled we cheese. move on from food <laughs> because this yeah we could talk about food for ages. I wanted to ask. I think I. I think I asked and then it just like trailed off into something up, which is awesome. But like mm-hmm. I asked like about making food fast. Mm, what is yes. like oh yeah, what yeah, are like exactly. some of the best options for you like when you're just on the go or something like mm-hmm. s- still healthy, but something you can just quickly whip up? Yeah. So I mean the things I'm gonna suggest might not be everyone's favorite. Sure. But I well, when I like to make smoothies, I 
didn't. I was very much like, oh, smoothies are so like easy. Like I was very into like cooking at that time. And so I was like, I need to like cook something. I want to make it. But a smoothie was just like so like, I don't know. You were gatekeeping smoothie. Yeah, oh, I was like. I was cooking like, elitist. I was like from the outside looking in, I was like, I like that, but I also don't want to follow that path. Like, okay. I don't want to be like everyone else, whatever, in the smoothie, like health industry, whatever. Now I have a smoothie every single morning. Wow. And <laughs> it's literally a banana, spinach, um, protein, um, almond milk, cinnamon. It's super, super quick, easy. Oh, I add almond butter too. So I have like the bananas, the carbs, the protein is the protein and then the almond butter is like the fats and then everything else like the, the greens you know it's a it's my green smoothie it's on my instagram nice very good but check that out by the way <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then i would say um for like something quick to like i would actually eat like solids yeah solids, yeah solids something solid <laughs> um i very much like i like salads but not like salads like uh salad i add like tuna to it with like <laughs> celery carrots like just a bunch of different vegetables that's why i said like not everyone's gonna like what i suggest right now but like i said the chicken sausages mm -hmm. super quick and easy throw it in like your microwave or toaster oven and mm, I, I don't know like brown rice is a good side to anything true, it's healthy true. full of lots of micronutrients i don't know I like that. Very on the spot. Very good. Very <laughs> good suggestions. You know what? Random, I, but <laughs> Jacob, what do you do in a pinch? Yeah, what do what I do, do you in make? a pinch? Yeah. Okay. So you know, I've been well. I'm very blessed to have parents that are just like, I'm. I'm gonna make you something, or like if, whenever, the the guys ask me, hey, let's go eat something. I have to ask my parents first if they have any plans to make food mm -hmm. because uh, I'm the same way. If I yeah, if I go out and eat something and they have something prepared, I'm I am getting I am getting some well, sort of heat. And you don't want to miss out. <laughs> well, exactly that too. I mean, that's there's a portion of that, but you know, uh, yeah, I, I would be getting a lot of. Yeah, I, well, I wouldn't be getting food again for a little bit. Like, oh, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna be making food if you're gonna be blah blah blah. You're yeah. spending money on blah blah blah. You know, yeah. I I've gotten that one too many times, and now I. But um, so I'm very fortunate that they they make food a lot. So it's very rare that I have to be in a pinch and make my own food. But uh, when I do, I mean, the 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 most that I uh, uh, the time that I make food for myself the most is breakfast time amount you know they're working my right. favorite meal really, really i love breakfast. breakfast so i loved uh oh yeah, Paul's shaking his I head gotta, you're not a fan thing is i got a love hate relationship with breakfast okay sometimes Listen, you, you miss pancakes, it a lot of times waffles bacon yes like everything good comes from breakfast food is amazing there's no doubt that breakfast food is one of the best uh, genres of food okay <laughs> yeah but the thing is, I don't like the morning that much. When I wake up, it takes me a while to wake up, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's 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 difficult for me to get you know pumped and excited about breakfast. Now breakfast at, at night. Now we're talking. Oh, breakfast okay. for dinner is a good go-to. There you go. But um, I guess the one thing that I really like making nowadays. I mean, it's super simple. I just like egg in a bagel and mm -hmm. just like throw some cheese on it. Um, Sandwiches are super quick and easy. Yeah. So. It's, it's I got this because uh, again I'm a garbage cook I you know I don't make my eggs in a pan I I have this like little um, egg sized like cooker thingy 
and it just I literally put it in for a minute and just like makes it perfect circle shaped egg that I don't gotta flip around. It just it just is made by itself. And I'm like that's great. Yeah, so I don't know. I just like take it out, put it in my little bagel that I mean I toast and efficient. There's your efficient. Listen, listen. Efficiency. I want to I want to ban the word lazy. I don't want to hear it ever again. Okay. <laughs> efficient. I'm not, you know less cleanup. You just have to wipe yes, it. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yes. No, exactly. I see it, Jacob. I'm. I'm. Thank on. you, thank you, thank you it. for supporting my vision. But anyway, um, <laughs> so that's that's my favorite thing to do. Um, Paul, what's your quick and easy? Yeah, yeah, I am a big fan of pasta. Big fan of pasta. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's I easiest thing in the world. Water, noodles, and then just dump some sauce in there, and you're you're good. And the thing that I love. Do about you pasta, make your own sauce? Uh, no, I do not. Yeah, I know. I, I never thought judging, about that. Judging, well, judging. Mm. I make my own. <laughs> I make my own pizza sauce. How about that? Ooh, okay. Oh. I make my own pizza sauce, but I don't make my own pasta sauce because we're talking about lazy. Uh, sorry, efficient. Excuse me. Excuse me, Paul. <laughs> Excuse me. There you go. We're talking about efficiency Thank right you. here. Bam. So you know what the jarred, <laughs> the jarred stuff is just fine. So the thing I love about pasta is that it's just the two main ingredients is the noodles and the sauce. But that opens up a lot of doors for what you have in your cupboard and what you have in y- in your um, in uh, in your fridge. Like Very for example, much a garbage dish. It could yes, be a garbage exactly, dish. Yes, exactly, exactly. Like you know, if I got some Parmesan cheese in the fridge, that's going in the pot. You know, maybe it's a little bit of butter. Sure, basil. Why not? You know, hot sauce. I'm feeling spicy. Let's go. Right. Spicy. Yeah. <laughs> Salt and pepper. Like please and thank you. Yep. Right. You know, honey. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> honey. Uh, Chocolate sauce. Chocolate. M and M's. Yeah. Elf marshmallows. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that's right I, I gummy bears and and uh gummy worms that there's like the noodles you know and then chocolate sauce that's the the basil from last episode right? yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah right. uh, <laughs> uh, so good, so i i got that one you got that one thank you i don't thank get you. the water thing i don't get the jazz you'll, thing yet but i got you'll the basil. catch on you'll catch on it's not much there's not a lot of substance here in this podcast it's very surface level but anyway. <laughs> anyways that's my favorite um in fact you know what i had a little bit of a experimentation today for my uh, my lunch I went to Garden Fresh to buy the coconut water, and I meandered over- Specifically for Jacob. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking of you today, Jacob. Jacob, I think about you. You, I think (laughs) about you. Yeah. You're in my brain, (laughs) rent-free. Rent-free? Oh, really? (laughs) Well, I mean, after I just took a sip, I think that experience is going to live in my Mm -hmm. head rent-free. I have- You you have those- The movie um, Inside Out- that's core memory for me right there. Seeing Jacob sip coconut water. Core memory. That. Core memory. <laughs> I think yeah. I saw it at the drive-in. Oh. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a gr- it's a great movie. I've very never seen a movie in the drive-in. Cute. That's a, yeah. It's a very cute movie. But anyways, if you know I'm that. I'm not going to be bing bong or whatever. I'm not going like, <laughs> to dust away or whatever. No, no, no. You're that You're that special little orb. It's the emotion of, of happiness. <laughs> and well, yeah, it's just a pure happiness orb, pure memory. Or not pure memory. Uh, core memory, yeah. I'm glad it's like that for you, Paul. I'm glad it's like that for you. Anyways, I was at... like, nope. (laughs) Not for me. Yeah, no shot. I was was at Garden Fresh, and as you know, Jacob, rent-free up there in my mind, thinking Mm -hmm. about you. I'm thinking, you know what? We're going to do a little special thing for the podcast today. We're going to be celebrating 1,000 listeners. Once again, thank you very much. And also, welcome to the VIP section of the podcast. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, once we reach a certain point, you know... The listeners start, you know, they just come back home for work and they close the podcast or you're just like, oh, my God, Paul's voice is like, I can't stand (laughs) it anymore. Or Jacob, oh, my God, shut up already. You know, halfway through, they're just done. So if you're here, 
welcome to the VIP section. You are kind of sick. You're kind of cool. Oh, if you made it this I far, I love yes. that. Yeah, yeah. VIP. This is you know, sit down your velvet chair and um, kick up your feet. This is the VIP section of the podcast. Damn. Anyway, so I was at Garden Fresh. I I got the coconut water. I meandered, I meandered over to the the pasta section. And the cool thing that I like about Garden Fresh is that they have a lot of uh, variety in what they have, and they have a lot of variety in. Um, pasta, pasta types, sauce, yeah, yeah pasta sure. types, yeah. And I've I've done you know the traditional uh, marinara sauce. I've done the mushroom thing, the four cheese, right? So I'm thinking, okay, I want I want to do something a little bit different. And seeing that I work at an Italian restaurant, I'm always hearing people order the vodka sauce all the time. The vodka sauce, sure. kind of that orangish type of sauce, right? Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, I don't think I've ever had this before. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to try some vodka sauce and um, brought it home, made some pasta, poured it in there, and it was. Excellent, delicious. And for those of you who are worried, uh, vodka sauce does not make you drunk. It's just oh, it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. It's whenever you cook with alcohol, the alcohol gets burned or out, or the the process of cooking doesn't make the alcohol active or whatnot. I don't know. I'm not a chemist. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but it it just kind of it preserves the flavor though. So it has like a little bit of like a tingly kind of flavor in there. Honestly, it doesn't even taste like vodka. It, it really does. I don't know why it's called vodka sauce. Well, because there's vodka in the, in the pasta sauce. Nonetheless, vodka sauce is fantastic. It's it's like a creamier, more decadent, flavorful uh, marinara sauce. Marinara sauce tastes like purely tomatoes. Vodka sauce is like tomatoes and just... It's creamy. Yeah, creamy. I got to have more of it because I don't have like a good idea of what it tastes, but I recommend it. I do recommend it. Don't be scared of vodka it's sauce. Very good. I recommend it. And the good thing about it, I mean, like I said, what I had for lunch today was just noodles and vodka sauce and a little bit of Parmesan cheese and a little bit of pepper, and there it is. It's all good. Not bad, Paul. Very good. Mm -hmm. Very good. So uh, the episode's getting long, but I do want to touch up on one thing. Um, You said you were a finance major before before the uh, episode started. Yeah. Um, Are your hands made out of diamonds or paper? Oh, oh! You don't, oh, you don't know uh, what the, the <laughs> no. meme. The meme. Listen, the meme with the whole GameStop thing. If you got diamond hands, you're holding as long as you can. If you got paper hands, you're selling like a little baby, like a little. Rat. Like as soon as you see the decline, so- you're like, I'm either, out. Yeah, you have that, or as soon as you see a little bit of uptick, I want to take my. No, we're going to the moon. If you got diamond hands, you're you're only one stop is the moon. We're mm-hmm. going to the moon with this stock, but. Hey, listen, it went straight down to the Mariana Trench. Mm-hmm. It is gone. It is. But anyway, uh, so finance. Mm-hmm. What made you go into that, first of all? So that's another funny story because I went into college. Well, I applied to the business school. I didn't have the criteria to get in directly, but I had to um, sign or submit a petition basically like two small essays okay um just explaining like why i think i'm good to be in this program even though yeah (laughs) (laughs) desperately um i wouldn't have gone to the school if i didn't get into the business school oh wow um yeah so you got in i got in Mm -hmm. after i petitioned which apparently was not like that common and i was like why me Mm, okay (laughs) i don't know yeah but so I went to the business school thinking I wanted to do marketing and management. Okay. And that, that has since changed. Yes. So uh, come sophomore year, I was like, I want to do marketing and sales. My mom's in sales. I know a little bit of, I have business background. My dad actually owns like a landscaping company. Like cool. he runs his own little business. So I have a business background and I knew what sales was and marketing was cool because I like, I have a creative side to me. And I wanted to take that 
Um, and then I hit like the program like peak is like junior year. That's like when you have your like core like big classes that really expose you to what you want to do. Like that's when you're like, okay, I need to pick what I'm going to major in because I have to finish my credits or whatever. So finance was the hardest thing for me. Really? And I chose it because of that. Okay. Because I was like, this is hard. But and you liked the challenge. Exactly. Okay. I was very much like, I I like that I don't know everything about it. And not that I didn't knew everything about marketing or sales. It was more like those were like, okay, I ha I have creativity. I feel like I can apply that to that. And like I could have probably done pretty well. But finance was hard and I was like, I I don't like that it's cha I like that it's challenging and that I don't know what But you want to fix that. You right. want to fix I was the like, fact that it's challenging. I want to have control. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> the common theme here. Wow. Yeah. Um that's funny. Are my true colors showing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so that's well that's great. So you've come to master mm -hmm. finance. Um <laughs> Eh, yeah. Eh, well, kinda enough for it to show up on your resume and have a job. Yeah. Uh, how is so you, you transition to a, a job now? You got you got that. Is that mm -hmm. relate to the finance? Yes. So I actually majored in um, finance was like my core major, but we had like co majors, which was like not low enough to be a minor, but not high enough to be a major. So like you had to tack it on to another like your actual major. Sure. If okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So I was also business analytics. So oh. I worked a lot with Excel and I kind of just like okay. assisted my finance degree. Um, a lot of marketing majors took it too because in, you use that as well. But it's all about analytics and looking at numbers and like how can you relate that to it? I what you do. My <laughs> I'm kind of up my alley. I yeah, like that. exactly. We got two stats people here. Yes. Two numbers people. But I don't know yeah. what numbers are. You don't know what numbers are? <laughs> no. Yeah. You know what music notes are. Gotcha. I know what notes are, but yeah. numbers go over the head. Over the head, yeah. Well, that's very cool. Yeah. Excellent. So, uh, the the re well, okay. So before the podcast began, you we talked a little bit about Reggie's podcast for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean, we were. I don't know how the subject came up. We were talking about um, the stock market or whatnot, and there's been some developments in that. I have no idea if our listeners are into this, but we're talking about it. So yeah, we're going. We're going. So yeah, I. You mentioned uh, Doge. Doge. Yeah. That you that own some Doge. And I had a, f a hilarious story about Doge Let's and my experience it. with it. Okay. So, you know, uh, for those of you who don't know, it, Dogecoin, it, it is a cryptocurrency. The that moon. Is just, it is, it is uh, strictly a meme. It Jacob, is strictly a meme. For those who may not know, yeah. what is a cryptocurrency? I was, listen, I couldn't tell you. Like, it's literally <laughs> I, just. I still. I like. Don't really know. Yeah, Wait it's just like it, it's a basically. And I hold, I hold, which is so not, like that's not a good thing. <laughs> to to not know what you're holding. Yeah, I know. Right. I mean, but okay. listen, it's going. It's I, a meme. I, I I'm well aware <laughs> that it's going to the moon. So hey, it, it, all I see is a take it to the moon. Is crypto it's going down? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I'm well aware of that. But Paul, <laughs> yeah, I I this came to my mind. Tell me if I'm speaking like not truth or, or not whatnot but i mean the american dollar is seen as currency because just everybody in the world accepts that as currency right yeah. like there's one day boom the we accept it everyone yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. if we just said okay we're not using dollars we're going to use i don't know like uh rocks yeah shiny pebbles you know Peanuts the shiniest pebbles are the most we just transition the pebbles and that will be currency mm -hmm. so what is dogecoin just trying to gain a relevancy just getting more people to buy into it is that to what 
kind of what we're seeing right here to get cryptocurrency yeah, up? Yeah, I, I mean, think so. Or, or sorry, Dogecoin. I'm sorry. Not to not to eventually replace the dollar. Obviously, yeah, but, but I mean, like, for it to just like another avenue because mm-hmm. I know like companies. I want to say Microsoft and Amazon. You can buy things with Bitcoin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like. Similar to that, that's that's what I think it is. Yeah. So I mean, just see it as a cur- a, a very small started at like an average of like point three cents or something before mm-hmm. it became a big hot meme. Okay. And when you say point now, three cents, is that like one Dogecoin one, is equal to point oh oh three? Yeah. Sure. Oh point oh oh three. Oh wait, oh. maybe I'm wrong. I think it's point three cents. So like once, so it's point oh oh three dollars. Point oh yeah, yeah. So that's what I meant. Sorry. Cents. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. So um. Yeah, 0.3 cents, very small for one coin or one share of Dogecoin. Um, that's, you know, about where it averaged. And then, some you know, when the GameStop thing was happening, when just, I mean, memes galore, uh, some celebrities were talking about, let's buy Dogecoin, you know, let's go yeah. in. And it, just, it was the talk of the town, and it went up to 4 cents. I mean, that's a big percentage increase from mm-hmm. 0.3 to 4 cents. That's massive. Um, it got up to 8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so... Okay. Oh. So I got I got Here we go. I got in at 4 cents when it first went up. When it first first went up, I got in at 4 cents. I bought I think I I I got in at the same point. Okay. At full meme uh, uh I got 420 shares cuz you know, we're going <laughs> to the moon with 420 shares. Um and then it went up to 8 cents right at that peak. It was like really it was like 11 p.m. or something. When it went to 8 cents, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to triple my money by tomorrow. Oh, it's going to like it's going to a dollar tonight." I was looking at it at the same we're we're looking on at the, the same, same thing. thing. Mm-hmm. Except I didn't double my money right then and there. I went and bought 1000 shares at 8 cents. And right <laughs> oh when I, no. I literally bought if you guys don't know, the graph looks like a needle. Like it, I mean just straight up and then straight back down. I bought at 8 cents 1000 shares. And instantly, instantly went ba- back down within yeah, 30 minutes. Yeah, ever since it hit cents. eight, it was down. So I I was devastated. I think I sold a decent amount when it was like, yeah, back down where it should, you know, at a normal amount. Um, and then it went back up to around seven when Elon tweeted something doge to the moon. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I thought it was going to go back up. So like I, even more. It went to like seven and then I sold there. So I, I kind of cut my losses, kind of, not quite, but. Yeah, I literally sold, or I literally bought at the absolute peak and sold. You at the learned premium. your lesson. I did learn my lesson, and the same thing with GameStop. I did own a couple shares of GameStop, and I could have. I bought it. I uh, so to recap, I don't even think I've shared on the. podcast. You know, what? I think at the end of that podcast with Reggie, we were talking about that we were going to yeah, follow we, I, up a little yes, bit. Yes, yeah, exactly. So this, so this is it right here. I bought two shares at two hundred fifty, went up to three sixty. Could have sold there, but I had diamond hands, and I listened to random neckbeards on reddit okay <laughs> and i they said it's going to a thousand it's not a meme it's going to uh, uh 400 and uh, $42,000 it's gonna be there it's going um and it didn't it went straight down to like 50 bucks and i lost a decent amount of money but while i did lose a, mo- a lot of money while i did miss out on gaining a lot of money on gamestop um i'm looking at the stock market all the time now i'm putting in mm-hmm. stuff on like actual not meme stocks Oh, I, oh my gosh. I'm so proud of my investment. I got one share because uh, I'm not super rich. I don't got a ton of money right now, but I, w- I will eventually. <laughs> trust me. Uh, one share in Expedia. And I literally, oh, it looks like Death Valley where I purchased and it went straight back up to where it normally is. Oh, I already, like, within a day made 30 bucks. I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. good. So good. But <clears throat> just like me. Yeah. 
my opinion. Yes. Opinion. Yeah. Um, I recently have really gotten into the stock market. We're bored. We're at home. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. looking. We're like, how can we make more money while we're not doing anything? Exactly. Um, I look at it every day. You will see it go up and down. But that's what our, where our diamond hands have to come <laughs> there in. There you go. Now, yeah, yes. I'm glad you. You can't look it. at it every day because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you will go crazy. You're like, oh, oh yeah. my god, I was up thirty bucks yesterday, and now I'm down like twenty. Yeah. Like, uh, how did it drop fifty? Like, uh, this is crazy. So. That's something I've been training myself to do, too, because I look at it every day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I could sell right now and I could make more money and mm-hmm. whatever. Also, another opinion. Opinion. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. When you see a stock going up, don't buy in. You got to buy at the dip. You have buy at a dip. You already have like the lower amount that you bought in at and it's going up. Mm-hmm. If you buy in. At a higher price, you're just not going to make as much, right? Yeah, or- mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it's it's really tough, to, you know, in that moment to understand: is it going to keep going? Right. Is it going to be like? Well, and yeah, you get greedy. You're like, Ooh, yeah, it's going like, up. I want yeah, more. This is something that's going to pop, and I want to get in on this. Um, something You'd make I more fe- money if you just like didn't. Yeah, true. But buy true. in at that price is what I'm saying. Isn't true. there but like a saying in the stock market, the best time to buy stocks is yesterday or something like that? That's true. That's just with like if you have cash sitting. In terms of investing, yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. You okay. want okay. to invest your cash. You don't just, I mean, if you, this is like something I, I listen to a lot of finance podcasts Good. and yeah. stuff. I love budgeting. That's another thing that I like want to transition more greens please eventually like that could be more another green oh oh that's brilliant there we go oh that's so smart <laughs> little, yeah i would little fully preview. support that yes no that i you should totally do that yeah <laughs> um yeah so i guess the thing to to yeah so i'm very glad that i got into the the meme stock thing i got punched in the mouth early i really did um and it kind of taught me a lot of the lessons that you're talking about in terms of investing um um not buying when it's like skyrocketing another mm-hmm. lesson in terms <laughs> of the uh meme culture and checking stuff on reddit if it's yeah. if it's talked about a lot it's probably not a good time to buy it's probably right. a, a bad time to buy um when people are talking about it a lot on wall street bets or whatever subreddit um uh it's probably a really bad time you gotta get in earlier or um just get in something that's like dipping something. or get more uh, like another thing is like be more educated in terms of like the actual company, oh, even the company or just like the trends of the company. Well, and if you think it's going to go up, it's based on knowledge of like a product that they're coming out with or some new acquisition or something like that. I think that's another thing is like these meme stocks. There's nothing behind them. Like people yeah. are just talking about them a lot, and that's why they're going up. They're like, oh, they're talking about them, mm-hmm. and it's all the media that is bringing it up, like to light. But I think for someone who's not like uh, everyday, like looking at if they want to get into investing, my biggest like thing would be get into mutual funds because then you own like think of it as a bouquet. You own. A oh, I like that. That's a like, different mm. flower from like all these different patches. Mm-hmm. So basically you're holding a little bit of Facebook, a little bit of Apple, a little bit of tesla all tesla, these Google, different yeah. ones in one bouquet that's yours yep and you put your money in that and it grows um very safe yeah yeah very uh low risk investment mm-hmm. and it just grows um 
basically avoid like inflation and stuff with that. You just yeah. put it in, forget about it. And it's very good. You're yeah, right. you don't have to look at it every day. I think that's <laughs> like the that's the best thing is like you kind of you're saving your money. Like in the end, yes, you're not touching it and you can't you don't want to touch it, but it's going to grow for you. Could your you money's going to work for you. There you go. Could you say that it's it's efficient? Right. It's, it's, a very, efficient. it's efficient. It's efficient money purchase, efficiently. Right? Yeah. Definitely efficient. I don't hear the L word attached to that ever. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. I thank you. Good. For good reason. Yeah. Um well, great. So, great know, advice by Danielle, our you. financial uh, major here. Love that. <laughs> Danielle, you were talking about something even before we started recording this. I want to bring this up. Um, the person who kicked off the explosion of GameStop, I mean, I'm going to, deep fucking value. That's the, the <laughs> guy. That's the guy, yeah. yeah. And um, you were talking about, I, this, is news that, this was news to me when you brought this up, that he is going to be on trial soon. Well, right. Jacob brought, brought that up. You brought I it brought up. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. My memory's shot. Yeah, okay. it, that was me that brought that up. Okay. And I for, I forget what the actual conviction is, like what he's being charged for or whatever. Um, and, but he's he's going to be showing up tomorrow. It's it, well, recording. We are recording this on a Wednesday. It'll be Thursday. Um, they made a special exception for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we did. <laughs> yes, yes. You know what? This is like the. A lot of firsts in this episode too. This a lot is the of firsts. not really first, but this is the latest episode in terms of recording time. Latest of so yeah. inside podcast, you know, after hours. After hours, Ooh, after <laughs> love that. Hours. Yep, Ow. yeah, because Danielle is a very hardworking lady, and you know, she's <laughs> uh, unlike us, Paul. We got uh, yeah, we're what did we do this morning? Absolutely nothing. I sure <laughs> didn't. Um, yeah, but uh, well, I roll out of bed and I work out of my childhood closet. Mm. nice <laughs> nice very good how has that how has that been working mm-hmm. at home i feel like for me i would hit like i did school at home for a little mm-hmm. bit when it just started in the pandemic yeah and it's just it was just terrible i just like found any excuse not to pay attention well and i think at that time well now i hear like college is like difficult online like when we it first started professors had no idea what to do yeah the exams were my classes were all pass fail and it was senior year and i was very fortunate to or have already had a job lined up where i like i was like okay pass fail my job's not gonna even look at my grade yeah like they don't care and my professors were <laughs> very very like understand like in oh terms yeah of uh, um due dates just mm-hmm. like to the very end just like we get it man just mm-hmm you know do your thing even if it's like half of the 15 page paper you got to whip out like just you know forget about it. and it was right. very nice but anyway the control freak in me still wanted to do well in school yeah and <laughs> yeah. i still did my stuff and work whatever but working from home it's a blessing and a curse blessing in terms of i can wake up a little bit later than i normally would if i had to commute to the office which i'm grateful that i live 15 minutes from my actual where the actual office would be and I would have to wake up earlier to work out in the morning. But now I work out and then I shower and then I log on. Like I don't have that commute time. I don't have to get look presentable really because I we don't I mean, we don't really turn on our video cameras. Yeah. And I, honestly, it's a curse because I would love to be in the office and I would love to like meet my coworkers. I had an internship with the company, so I knew a few people. So I still talk to p- different people throughout um like the week i can't say every day because sometimes i don't even talk to someone during the day like mm. i'll send them a message but that's about it like that's that's where the curse comes in because i want to talk to people sure. and so i actually picked up i do a side gig oh tell like, me more and so have you ever heard of shipped 
It's kind of like Instacart. Never heard of that one. No. So because I love grocery shopping. You I grocery g- shop for other people? Correct. Oh my okay. goodness. Yeah, okay. I, I like that a lot. That's very yes. cool. So you, you, you've been enjoying that? Yeah. So I, I've i been shopping for people. It's mainly at Targets. So I, mean, I love it's a, Target. a little bit, maybe a little less cool than the uh, Fresh Time. But yeah, <laughs> a, little, a little less cool. But Target has everything and I love going to Target and- Oh, Target's so cool. Yeah. You're, 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 you're a Target mom for sure? Oh, I'm a Target mom. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Very good. But um, yeah, so I started doing that as a little side gig just to make a little extra cash, you know, save up more and- yeah, I just that I don't remember how, how we got to this point. I well, I'm glad you brought that up because that's pretty cool. We were on talking about uh, the trial of the and Mr. Then I, Mr. Reddit. <laughs> used, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, and then starting now we're talking about Target. Uh, that's well, some that, right I mean, here. that was just the nature of this podcast. <laughs> we're literally twenty, and I mean, it could probably go on for several more hours. No, seriously, I haven't. I haven't even asked. Wait, like what? What's up? Uh. Nothing much. How about you? No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, Paul. Like this is, like this little podcast thing is kind of like the big, uh, in terms of last year being just an absolute travesty. This is like the you know the little lights, like oh this isn't you know this yeah. is nice you know life doesn't suck too bad you know. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of like what me and Paul at least have been working on um, on the side. As for that, for me, nothing too crazy. After graduating, I kind of took a break from things. Mm-hmm. You know, s- you know with all the madness going on, just kind of uh, spend more time with like family and stuff. Yeah. If I had the opportunity, I would have like traveled, but that wasn't in the picture, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like pursued other sort of creative endeavors, things that I would regret not doing before starting a big full-time job and, you know, moving out, eventually having a family and stuff and just having no time. So I think, I mean, that's awesome. I yeah. think that's great. Thank so, you. Mm-hmm. you know, honestly, this podcast has given me an opportunity to, if you don't know my background, my background is obviously music, and in that, I'm a music education major, and at some point in the future, I'll be trying to look for and apply for jobs, being like a band director or something along those lines at a school in Chicago area or whatnot. And this podcast has actually been a, a great help in um, skills, working garage band, uh, editing audio, and all that. And I was talking to Dan- Daniela like, earlier today about, like, you know, the big three in schools nowadays, you got concert band, you got jazz band, you got marching band. That's pretty much it. And if you know youth culture, they're not sitting down and listening to Thad Jones. They're not sitting down and listening to the, the great classics. Be like, who? Yeah, yeah, who, yeah who, exactly. Who is that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, You know, they're not they're not going outside and practicing their, you know, box drills for marching. You know, they're not doing that. Yeah. So there's a, a – market's the wrong word, but I think there is a – well, there's a push in the music education world of – creating more opportunities for students to be creative in music that's not just your classical sit-down instruments like you know clarinet trumpet saxophone trombone you, you know you get picking up what you're throwing what i'm throwing down so long story short there are opportunities for people educators to be teaching classes like in garage band getting students active involved in making electronic music I mean, that's a huge thing nowadays making electronic music is in fact jb you're in, into that you know yeah i'm i mean I would love to make my own. Like, it just seems like something I could, you know, if I learned the software and mm-hmm. stuff, it's something that I have, like, ideas for. So, and, let's say, like, you're in high school and there's a class. I was like, I would make, take that all day. Make music in GarageBand. It's, like, easy class, you know, just have fun in GarageBand, learn the ins and outs, and by the end of it, you're making yourself little jingles. You know? Yeah. I oh, can do that. Little jingles. Little yeah. jingles, yeah. In fact, you know, I, and plus, too, like, this pandemic gave me time to, um, gave me free time to make, master, and produce an album. 
right? Yeah. That was that you was. You made a, an album. That's right. Yeah, I have an album out. It's a Christmas album. Wait, yeah. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear I, it. Know, where Paul, can I find it? It's on Spotify. It's on a- I- iTunes. It's on any reputable streaming services. What is it called? It's called an Inside Holiday. No relation oh. to the no relation to the <laughs> podcast. My I know, gosh. I know. There's. And I'm on the record too. That's I right. play I play bass on the record. <laughs> so, uh Paul, I think we need to do a better job of advertising things. My, you know, yeah, I think people to. are like, "What do you mean <laughs> you have a podcast?" <laughs> yeah. I think we're I don't the know. The Instagram. The Instagram, we got Seriously. Gotta, oh yeah, okay. So, as we wrap up the podcast, we're going to do um No, your Instagram. No, no, no I'm I'm I know, <laughs> I know. We're we're going to do plugs for yours, but like okay. Daniela beforehand was telling us how we need to just, you know, up the ante on our Instagram cuz I I you know I'm I'm upping the the content I guess like the the thought process behind the content I'm trying to put more effort into it because mm-hmm. Paul grilled me that's um, right <laughs> so what would you recommend for someone who you know who has mm-hmm. a pretty popping Instagram account yeah so I mean I don't really I have like 300 followers so not really like popping popping but well according to the inside podcast standards that's pretty popping right pretty there pop, <laughs> it's pretty popping yeah. well thank you yeah. but. I would say the thing that got me at the beginning, because I haven't really grown my followers that much, um, I would say engagement with other accounts that are doing similar things or just um, like other podcast accounts Mm -hmm. or people that are commenting on their accounts, like reaching out and following them or that's really what you got to do is like you have to follow them because they're not going to search you up. Yeah. So sure. Just engagement and like, Talking in the comment section and getting your name just like popping up on people's screens even. It's that's how you get there. I, I think. would assume that there's algorithms behind Instagram where the more engagement you get with mm-hmm. likes and comments and followers following back, the more there, there's the more, you know, your um, content is gonna be bumped up on I don't have Instagram. I I mean sure I, I have access to the inside podcast Instagram account. But just to make sure I mean, I'm doing my job. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I if I see someone I don't like, you know, I'm DMing yeah, I'm fired you just immediately, immediately. immediate <laughs> yeah. fire. Yeah, yeah. Just just I mean without notice. And I don't know what you know how instagram kind of works but i would assume it's something along the lines of when you open up it's similar to facebook or, or whatnot where you have just have a stream of content and you infinite scroll and infinite feed mm-hmm. yeah and you just things are just instagram kind of pushes you like this is stuff that we think you want to look at mm-hmm. and i'm assuming that part of the algorithm is with more um, interaction more likes more following followers your content gets pushed hashtags in. hashtags, hashtags exactly, yeah, we have, yeah, yeah yeah we have zero hashtags and i gotta fix that i'll that's gonna be a project of mine and you will like, see you will see hashtags on the daniela instagram post yes. mark my words mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. can we please have a, a hashtag uh what was it, it was a uh, flavor flave city <laughs> can, we, can we do that can we, yeah please sure i'll add that i have to show on. you his account okay for, for sure for yeah sure. um but uh what was i gonna say well your suggestion on interacting with other mm-hmm. podcast accounts. <laughs> Absolutely hate that idea. Well, except with our one local pot, you know, we'll we'll shout them out. We'll shout them out when they become guests. Are they local though? Are they I th- are they I thought they're like an Iowa based podcast. No, no, they're local. No. They're local. They're local. Um, okay, they're local. Sure. Uh, you know, we'll give them, we'll give them, you know, the credit they deserve when they when they come on as guests <laughs> or we'll, when we show up on their podcast. But I hear beef. No, no beef. No, we 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 have beef with other podcasts of any other kind. Uh, okay. Joe oh, okay. Rogan technically can eat it. He, well, I mean, I want to say 
successful. Yes, yes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I on hate a, him. On, hate a, him. A, on a podcast scale, technically, we should have beef with every single podcast in existence. Because if somebody lis- is listening to a podcast that isn't ours, that's a bad thing. Is a ba- I'm looking at you, Daniela. Yeah, Daniela, you, you <laughs> are. I've, Finance, I get that garbage out of here. <laughs> yeah. A single podcast. <laughs> no, Look, I'm kidding. Yet they invite that's me. That's a good. I mean, I they agree. Invite me. What's that? I said you invited me. Yeah, well, yeah, you're here now. You're here now. So we we only invited you so you could like we could bump our listeners. We knew you weren't listening. So I mean, yeah, let's let's pull back the. Curtain I knew it. Yeah. Let's pull back the. Curtain well, you know a what? Bit. I'm trying to get my more greens, please. Oh, I mean, well, I, I mean, I guess. Well, you know. you know, I have the power to edit out every single time you say that. <laughs> you know. We, yeah. Very true. We're just we're just not every time talk you, you say your Instagram handle, I'm just gonna you're gonna hear beep. <laughs> no, you're gonna replace it with the inside podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Daniel, can I get a voice clip you saying the inside podcast or like at the inside pod? No, I'm just <laughs> nice. kidding. Okay. The inside pod. Nice, fantastic. Very that's good. that's going all over the podcast. <laughs> just nice. at random moments, it's gonna show up. Yeah. No. Well, all jokes aside, those are good suggestions, and I well, yeah. you know. Every every once in a while, when Paul brings up the Instagram, oh, you got to work on this, blah blah blah, I I get I get some backlash because that's that's my sector. You know, Paul does the editing, Paul does the you know behind the scenes stuff. I do I do the 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 social stuff, and well, I I get some criticism. Okay, I'm not doing a good job apparently. Okay, <laughs> but I'm working on it. Okay, I'm working on it. Well, you weren't we'll doing a good job actually. Uh, you weren't doing a good job because I claimed you're being lazy at that. Oh, well, efficient. Yeah, efficient. <laughs> actually, I want to get your opinion on this. Yeah. So I had an issue with Jacob's. Um, um, work ethic on the Instagram page. We had a one post. It was one of the water jugs, right? And are you familiar with uh, what a copy pasta is? It's kind of like an internet meme meme joke type thing. I've never heard of it. Okay, but that's I, all good. It's all I'm good. assuming it has to do with copy and paste. Exactly. Go, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So co- copy pasta is just you know popular popularized um, phrases and funny sayings and funny paragraphs or sentences that. You know, show up often on things like you know Instagram, Reddit, Facebook, what YouTube comment sections or whatnot, right? And that one uh, post Jacob had the water jugs on his shoulders. He found this water copy pasta, did a little copy paste action, put it in the description, boom, ship it out. That's your Instagram thing. I thought it was and funny, Paul. I, I was if you read that description, no, I, I did. It was funny. But here's the thing: I read it and I was like, Jacob, you popped off this week. Like this is fantastic. And Jacob was like, Nope, yeah, that was a copy and paste. And I was like, Are you kidding me? You put you were so, I'm gonna say you were lazy. You were that so was lazy. Efficient. It was efficient. Thank you. It you, made Paul laugh. It made Paul you, very. Yeah, you gave him a compliment. Yes, you had no idea. Yes, I you wouldn't have called him the L word. Yeah, unless think, he told <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you, Daniela. Okay, I'm, but then, I'm so glad you're on my side about but, this. Okay, I got some evidence too. When we had Emily on the podcast, she, she said when she saw that wall of text, she was like, "Absolutely not. I'm not reading that." Well, Emily's a special case. You know, she's special in a lot of <laughs> okay. ways. Okay, you know, so you know, she, we're we're not using her as an example. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, Paul, uh, get bent, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'll, I'll do, I'll do <laughs> whatever I want. Bent. Yeah, get bent, dude. I, Jacob, I'm, you know, I can change the password on the the podcast page and just kick you out. That's, you know? that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a drawback for you, buddy. You're, hey, it's not gonna. Well, if I'm not gonna be editing the the. The Instagram post. Who's gonna be doing it? It's not gonna. I'm be gonna you, hire somebody. Oh, you're gonna hire somebody. I'm hire somebody. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hey, hire me. Oh, mm-hmm. good. oh my god, my job's on the line. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was joking, guys. Relax. <laughs> yeah, but um. Well, anyways, I um, brought s'mores bars. Oh yeah. my god. Oh, I forgot. Okay, so we're listen. We're. Be- <sighs> I know this we're really. Is this so is long. long. But this I'm is completely it, yeah. fine with this. Yeah, she brought s'mores bars, and I'm. I couldn't be happier. And they're made mm-hmm. with really like 
clean ingredients. Oh, can we fantastic. just eat them right now? We can eat them can right now. Just like, just try them. Uh, yeah. I made enough for your family too. Oh, oh you're so kind. Yeah, so they're, kind. They're so well, I'll leave some with you. Sure, fantastic. Yeah, yeah thank but you so much. Here. Is it is it sticky? Are they sticky? Or like you know? Uh, they're like a bar. They won't fall apart. Oh, okay. Well, in like, that case, you know what? Oh, I'm it. just I'm I'm tweaking. You I'm tweaking. You are I'm so sorry. No, this is, this I is mean fine. they look right, like Paul. it because they're marshmallowy. Three, two, and two, one. <laughs> yeah, that's better than coconut water. Yeah, that's. I'm glad I'm eating this. Oh yeah, that was really good, Daniela. That was fantastic. Thank you so much. That whole scenario p- we painted with like the date and like telling them that they had bad food. That's not this right here. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. The jazz analogy. Oh. All right, oh, the jazz analogy. I, I want to hear it. Jazz is all about creativity. Yes. Right. Jazz is all about finding new pathways, new approaches to new sounds you can create over chords and new melodies, rhythms and things. Just like food. New flavor combinations, new ingredients. Like just using organic things or maybe just using all chemicals. I don't know. Whatever your style may be, right? This is jazz in brownie format. It's fantastic. It's beautiful. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. So good. <laughs> I want, I'm getting more. Yes. No, there's so many. Um, but actually, on my Instagram right now, I know you're not going to hear this in real time, but I will put this recipe is on my it's posted on my page, and I will put it in the highlights on my Instagram as s'mores bars. So mm. you can find the recipe and the step-by-step process on there. I might have to make this myself. In fact, I probably will. I'm not going to do it justice at all if I try <laughs> to make it, but I'm, I'll try. I'll try. So mm-hmm. at the end of every podcast episode, Jacob and I have a little tradition. We give a um, music recommendation Something that we've been vibing with for the past week, past month, or whatnot. Something that's emotionally fulfilling. Something that's that's fun. Something that's a meme. I mean, we don't really care. I we, any piece of audio music type thing you can recommend, recommend it. If you're gonna do like an album, recommend the album, and then choose like a song like, oh, the, the first track is amazing, or the this one track in this album really speaks to me, or whatnot. That's kind of our tradition. So, you got one? I do have one. Let me. You want to start us off? I'll start us off. Yeah. yeah go ahead. So. As you know, I uh, have this thing that I like, and it's called jazz. And um, <laughs> one of my favorite artists, I think I've mentioned in the podcast before, is Joe Henderson. And Joe Henderson, like I think I mentioned this about Josh Redman, like a couple of podcasts ago, about how there's like different eras of musicians, and it's especially true for jazz. And musicians got kind of go through traditions, like they have like a swing phase, got like a funk phase, and a fusion phase, and then they go like to like their kind of old phase, going back to tradition or whatnot. Joe had the same type thing. And my favorite era of Joe Henderson's playing is like late '60s, early '70s. That's like him at his peak playing, right? And one of my favorite big bands of all time, Thad Jones and Mel Lewis Orchestra. And the cool thing about this big band is, you know, this is February, this is Black History Month, and the cool thing about the Thad Jones Mel Lewis Orchestra is one of the first big bands of its kind of era to be a black and white jazz band. Uh, this recording right here happened in 1969, so right after you know Jim Crow laws kind of were not a thing anymore. Of course, when the law gets signed, it's the culture is not going to change right away. You know, there's still a lot of stigma right there, but this band is swinging. This band's happening with black and white musicians, so it's it's just, it's just fantastic. So, take my favorite big band, take my favorite saxophonist, put them together, and you get a very special listening experience. And the best part is this happened in Switzerland, so these musicians aren't you know like worried about like racism from the audience or they're not worried about you know impressing um, americans or whatnot they're in switzerland they're having a great time playing to a a receptive audience and this is one of the best performances i've ever heard of this band and joe henderson himself the first track on this album is 
very, very special. It features one of my favorite solos from Joanne's and Ever. It's called Second Race. Sometimes it's called The Second Race, but I think on this album it's just called Second Race. And the album is like, it's it's a novel, the title of the album. Um, it, all you got to search up is like Thad Jones, Mel Lewis, and it's an album of the two of them smiling together. It's really cute. Look at that. Aww, yeah, it's I so like cute. That. Yeah, and It's like Swiss Radio Days or something like that. It has like 1969 on it. First track, Second Race. Highly recommend it. It's jazz, you know. Of course, it's not for everybody, but if you want to listen to beautiful music being made by black and white people together in Switzerland, there you go. Cool. That's a great nice. suggestion. I like that. So, I got one. Um, it's from a group that I've been following for a decent amount of time, and I've just absolutely loved um, very, very simple pieces of music that they make. And I would honestly recommend to anyone, anyone, I think anyone would enjoy this that they make. The reason I'm recommending it now is that they released like a a live album recently, like I, I guess live recordings in their like own garage or something. Um, and um, the it, it's it's best described, I guess, as like bedroom pop, very chill. I think a, a tag that I saw was sophista pop, <laughs> which is like what? So I don't interesting. Very yeah. So um, Good. it's just it's just very the way I would describe sounds is like it sounds like memories it sounds okay. like nostalgia and that could be depending on how you're feeling maybe like really happy and really good mood it could the the sounds that you're hearing could be like a very oh this is a very positive piece of music well if you're feeling like down it could be oh this this is kind of like making those feelings like um come out more or something so it really depends on how you're feeling i think it fits any sort of mood um so the song that I enjoyed the most from them is called Numb, and the and the group is called Men I Trust, um, and beautiful uh, uh, female vocalist. She does phenomenal, and and just the instrumentals are just super locked in, super uh, warm, and uh, yeah, I would recommend the live version. The YouTube clip is awesome. Uh, um, it just looks like it's filmed on like a camcorder or something. Um, uh, yeah, I would. It's called Numb by Men I Trust. So check yeah, it I out. was listening to them Works. earlier today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have an album that had the word jazz in their their. their <laughs> yeah, that's true. Of course. They do. So yes, I, they it do. wasn't jazz, but the music was was fantastic. I think it's called Uncle Jazz. I think. Yeah, yeah it, I don't know. It's some. That's yeah, great. It's good. So check great that band, out. Great band. Yeah. So I did come with my recommendation. Nice. I um, I'm a big country. Okay. Man. Okay. That's fine. You know, that's I know not the is, most popular, listen, you know, especially between you two. It is. You know what, what it is. If you like it, we can't knock it. That's Yeah, no. If, if you know, people enjoy whatever they want to enjoy, please uh your country recommendation. What do you got? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not going to give like it as an elaborate <laughs> like <laughs> review as you guys cuz I feel like your knowledge and music and everything just really plays into your reviews and I I really like listening to that. Oh. So I'm going to have you. to listen to the podcasts to listen to your other recommendations. You know, we do have a playlist on there Spotify. There is a playlist of all our recommendations. Really? You know what? Yeah. I got to come clean. I have not been updating that. I will <gasps> make sure to update that. Paul, it is, is, that's pretty efficient of you, buddy. <laughs> that's pretty efficient <laughs> hey, of you, buddy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Great. That yeah. was great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. But anyways, which, but, what do you got? Yeah, so... Do you guys know who Luke Combs is? Sounds uh, familiar, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's uh, one of the biggest country artists. Sure. And he just came out with a song called The Great Divide. The Great Divide, yeah. Um, with Billy Strings. And Billy Strings is a bluegrass artist. Okay. And he, well, Luke Combs, the 
song is basically about how divided our country is right now Mm -hmm. and just like how the media is playing into everything and there's just so like you're one side or the other Mm -hmm. the great divide yeah yeah and the song is kind of mellow and definitely plays out like how everyone's feeling and like it's been hard for a lot of people Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um it describes that but there's a portion of the song where he has a lyric and he says um well it goes we're striking matches on the tv setting fires to our phones we're all so far so far apart now it's as deep as it is wide we're about to fall apart now of if we can't reach the other side we've got to find a way acro- find a way across the great divide but then it turns positive um when Luke Combs says he's seen strangers love each other like a mother does her son, we, what we see ain't all that's going on. So mm. like there is like a positive, like to hopeful, all of this. almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it just really like ties out like everything everyone's been going through, but then like also tries to shed like a positive light. For sure. So I thought it was just great lyrics. Country has good lyrics. <laughs> For not sure, a fan sure. favorite to everyone but i'll have to i'll have to check it out because i sure do love like s- the ballad type stuff of any genre he's got an amazing voice too oh, like good. people who are not in country love his music nice so. very good okay well i do like topical songs as well like topical music i mean like yeah. i say this all the time one of my favorite records of all time is what's going on very topical from the 70s and you know, i'll check it out I'm, I'm looking forward to that there awesome. you go great recommendation so that is the end of the 28th episode of the Inside Podcast. Thank you so much, Daniela, for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Please, I mean, we've mentioned it several times. Please, if you, uh, you know, your Instagram plug it or anything else you have going on. Yeah. Um. Oh. So, I work from home in my <laughs> in my childhood bedroom. Yeah. Um. But no, I, my Instagram, from my food Instagram that we've been talking about is more greens underscore please. P L E A S E, and my regular Instagram is Daniela Perini. Um, Very good. We'll, we'll we'll be tagging her once she yeah. makes an appearance on the <laughs> on the Inside Pod Instagram. But and yeah. also want to plug Flav City too, because <laughs> with a name like he's that, got a how, lot of followers. How so can you not plug Flav City? But yeah. Flav, I know that's probably why he has so many followers <laughs> yeah. too. Honestly, true. I'm gonna. We should DM to see if we can like trade names. You know, for having him called he, the Inside Pod. He could take Inside Pod. Yeah, he could take it. I want to be Flav City. We yeah. could be Flav yeah. City Podcast. Flav- oh, that, I love that. That is oh, sick. We messed up. We messed up. We did mess up. Anyway. Thank, thank you again. You. Thank you again, Daniela. Um, this was a great episode. Yeah. Thank you to our listeners. 1,000. I never thought we would get here. I mean, from the bottom of my heart, this started as just as a literal, a literal meme yeah. and it has become something that's a little bit bigger than that. So thank you so much for, for letting us do this. And um, I hope you enjoy this episode. Please enjoy this indoors only. Uh, have a good morning, a good evening, good night, as long as it's inside. Thanks for listening. Signing off.